0: Podcast important. Very, very important. Let's go. You're never going to believe this. The science is there. Bugs are real. Yeah, I could probably fight my mom. I'll fight your mom. God damn, this is important! Hello, everybody. Welcome to Podcast Very Important, the only podcast you should be listening to. Every week, we count down the top 10 number one most important things you need to know. Uh, We're going to get to that shortly. To help me with that, my good friend, my buddy, my pal, my good, good Shane Cooley.
1: Hey, guys. uh, Showed my mom the podcast. She said, why don't you talk very much? I said, I talk in there all the time. She said, no. So I'm trying to boost that up a bit, trying to get my word count up. Okay. I think that's important.
0: Oh, one of those cats just did a fucking deuce. Holy. Okay. let's, Uh, Let's get you in there. I think that's a good idea. Uh, so go ahead. Yeah, take it away.
1: Hey. So uh, we have our guest today. Introduce yourself.
2: Hey, it's Tito Fazuli, chef. Semicolon retired.
1: Ah, is that is that pandemic related? Is that uh, restaurant debts? Oh or my you god, just old guys! Enough? I'm
0: gonna fucking die. I have to scoop this poop. I'm sorry. Do it. Jesus Christ. Thank you. Oh my God! It's a bad one, eh? You know, it's that it's that little boy. There's this little boy next door, okay, and he is a menace. And I'm pretty sure he comes in here because I look at some of the poops in my cat's litter box, and they
2: look too human to be cats. Like the the George Clooney thing. That's a good joke. This kid's a real comedian. I would know. I have friends with Adam Sandler is
1: there is there a story there
2: yeah one time he came into my restaurant and uh he didn't know I was there, but I watched him eat the matzo sticks he ate at least half of them oh we've been friends ever since. I know
1: you guys you serve a bucket of them so that is
2: yeah we could do the Impressive. two bucket combo Corona and matzah... matza uh what did I say matzo sticks I forget what they're called I thought they had a more fun name. I hear I I say matzo sticks and I listen to it and it sounds pedestrian to me. I guess, you know, the inside of being retired. I've got time to think about all this stuff now. Okay, so the cat poo
0: smell went up into my nose and infected my ears. So I didn't hear the first bit of this.
2: You're a chef. Is your specialty matzo sticks? No, I was a chef, like chef entrepreneur, a radio personality, TV personality, book personality, and very for a very for a very short time, I was a JRPG personality. Didn't go well. Very bad business decision. Part of what landed me in this mess, which is what I mean is forced retirement. This mess. Uh, but yeah, I'm a chef. Was that your question?
1: So you you made your own Japanese role playing game. And that forced you into retirement?
2: I didn't make it. I found people making it like a beta. It was like a fan-made thing. And I thought it was fucking great. But the voice acting was all wrong because it was me. The guy who was doing me sounded like you know, Link from Legend of Zelda. It's crazy shit. So I offered them uh, my voice and it came out. And the the whole Me Too thing happened. And then the whole COVID thing happened. And then here I am. Living like la, La Vida. Um, what's the right one? Loco. Or like Grazie Vita, depending on how you look at it. How's the poo smell where you are? It's like it's right here.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. It's three rooms away, guys. I don't think you understand the magnitude of this shit. I don't like the smell of poop, so...
1: Uh, Well, I mean, we haven't developed a... Uh, smell a vision for our podcasts yet so if you guys listening at home could go near an old bathroom or have your own uh, neighbor shit in a box maybe you can experience what Connor is experiencing
0: oh okay we're gonna get to the important stuff guys I'm really sorry about that uh I sort of checked out for the first bit of this episode um
1: Connor this is important
0: no I know I know I know don't tell me I know it's it's my podcast. I know it's important. I'm telling you it's important. I'm telling... And you, Tito? Hey. This is important. I accept you telling me that. First up on our list. uh, How do you beat the cops?
1: Are we talking in a game of skill or physically pummel?
2: Yeah, what are we talking about here? figurative, literal, because I got answers for all of it
0: there's a let's imagine let's imagine there's a game right you guys are on survivor and in this game jeff Probst says that there's a little uh boy that's in the jungle next door and you need to go over and take care of this kid you know what i mean that's what jeff's saying like take care of him like kill him? it's unclear he doesn't say it no it's no no, no. It's, like, uh, babysit it's unclear the child
2: you're telling me how do I kill a kid that's in the jungle before the no, cops? No, 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 do? no, no, no. Because I no, think, don't think there's no, a way to win that. Th- cops no, that's not. No, you're blowing this out of proportions.
0: No, that's not the. That's not the task. That's not the task. Okay. And you'd be kicked off the show if Jeff was here. Oh, this crap again! I'm gonna get canceled. How do? You, no, no, no. The task is how do you deal with the cops after that? That's what I'm asking you.
1: So you have taken care of this child. I'm asking you about if you're going to
0: kill a kid or whatever. Yeah, you've already taken and now care now the of the cops child that lives in the jungle next door. Are and now the cops you. from the
2: island cops are coming. They're going to get you. I guess I try to blame the murder of the kid on the cops. I say, look, I found this this boy body, and there's all these cops over here. Remember what they did? Remember what the cops did to George, to everyone?
1: Yeah, look, they all have guns. My guns are, my guns are in the garbage. I don't even have a gun on me.
2: It's the perfect crime. I call the cops. They show up, and I, and they say, "What? What's this?" And I say, "What do you mean? You did this. I just got here." Yeah, you say you called me. You call. Yeah. You. You gaslight the police officers into thinking they committed the murder. It works every time. Works like a charm.
1: Yeah, you, like, they show up, they say, why'd you call us after you killed this kid? And then you say, oh no, you called me. Look, you all have guns.
0: I don't
2: have a gun. I'm only here with this kid.
1: Yeah, I showed up after you.
2: Perfect. I don't know if yeah. this is the right expression to use, but two birds with one stone. Now we know how to kill a kid, get away with it. And we know how to get the cops to be the, uh, the ones to blame.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, this is advice. This is not for entertainment purposes. Legally I have to say that.
0: Yeah, Shane is the legal scapegoat. He's our fall guy. So we sometimes will we'll just feed him lines to say uh explicitly things that we're saying implicitly, you know?
1: Yeah, part of the the secret to how I stay out of jail is that anytime I they put me on the stand, oh I cry like a baby. And everyone gets so sad. And the judge is like, oh, come on. He says he won't again. And then the jury goes, oh, true. And then the cops that I com- accused of murder, they all go. Well, I mean, he does seem upset. Maybe we should let him go home.
2: All I know from all the times that I've gone to court, all I can tell you is don't take your shoes off. Ever. It's never f- appropriate, even though you're in there for hours. Keep your shoes on. They hate it when you do that. Even if you're in the booth and they can't see it? Especially in the booth, because they can see it. There's, it's open on the what? side. Nobody knows that. You always see the camera angles I at the didn't front. Know that. Yeah, how are you supposed to get into it? That's what I said. I crawled over. Of course it's gotta be open somewhere. Huh? What were you in jail for? I mean, yeah, that's presumptuous of me in court.
1: Oh, I've been in court for everything. Uh uh Grand Larceny, Petty, lander uh uh rack torsion uh murder
2: i 4 i, I only recognize uh, that last one the other 3 just sound like secret societies to tell you the truth <laughs> i don't know what know, those uh, were
1: you're familiar with fourth degree murder
2: that's when that's when you do it in your sleep
1: i yeah, under hypnosis or when you you happen to be standing next to someone who gets murdered. Like, it's like murder by osmosis. They're like, you were too close to that murder.
0: What do you mean? Like, some of them, like, some of it got on you?
1: Yeah. Some of the guilty splashed up on you.
0: Right. They're like, well, you've got, right. It's kind of like what the cops did, where they're like, hey, did you do this? And you're like, no, you did this. You're in the room. You're right there. You're closer to the body than me. That's even better if you're at the other side of the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're closer than me.
2: I mean, just to be safe, you'd probably want to call also like a, the news, the local news to get there first so you can have like a witness, you know, so that when the cops walk in, you can be like, look, the cops did this. They, These guys did this. I wasn't even here. This isn't my house. Okay. For fourth, fourth degree murder, that's when you're hypnotized. Is that right? Or if you're just like too close. Okay. If you're in the splash zone, you're a murderer. Right.
0: Yeah, uh, bring a poncho. That's a good idea too. Bring a poncho to the little kid thing. Yeah, don't get the murder on you.
1: They say that a hypnotist can't convince you to do anything that you wouldn't uh, want to do when you're not under hypnosis. But some of the things I've done, I do not want that. You know? Th- what do you mean?
2: you're not supposed to remember it.
1: Uh well, the security cam footage don't
2: lie, you know, Yeah, yeah, oh boy,
1: yeah i got got hypnotized uh they convinced me to start a jazz fusion band. I would never do that. I hop out of it six albums later. I'm in massive debt to the record companies uh chick Korea was playing piano on most of it now I'm a Scientologist,
2: was he playing the piano know? or the keyboards? Was it electric or acoustic? What was he feeling?
1: I can't tell the difference between the two. You know, it was a it was a mooge.
2: Yeah, love that guy. But he looks like a bird's grandmother. Holy shit! What a scary looking Jim Henson creation he is.
0: This is the guy that uh, you put him in a plate, put a little bit of water on, and like sort of plants grow out of his head. His hair
2: is that it? A chicory pet? Yeah, chikoria pet. Yeah, I mean, he f- honestly, if you, look, if you look up a picture of Chick Corea, yep, he does look like a Chia Pet. It's true. It's true. Don't be fooled.
1: And he's a Scientologist.
2: I, 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 uh, I'm, I'm not one to say this, but I think Chick, Chick Corea uh, uh, Chia Pet is maybe a very important thing. The most important thing I've talked about in ages. That smells like money. To me to a very small group of enlightened jazz aficionados all right i'm adding it to the list okay good it's on the list who do you send this list to is this like a is this like a government thing
0: yeah it's going into the it's going into congress library of congress i'm keeping it for posterity uh but mostly it's to get out to the world you know this is the stuff that people need to hear because they're not aware of this
3: yeah, nobody. They're, they knows don't know. This shit.
0: They don't know, guys. They have no idea about the Chia Pet, Chick Corea, uh crossover. The way this works, they have no idea that they need to gaslight the cops after they kill the kid. They don't know these things, yeah. and we gotta tell them.
2: That's what I like about this show, man. I listened to the first couple episodes before you had me on, and I was like, nobody talks about this shit. Nobody talks about this stuff.
0: Mainstream media won't touch it. Altstream media won't touch it. Right-wing media won't touch it. Left-wing media won't touch it. Radical centrists won't touch it. The stoners will touch it. The stoners won't stop
2: touching it. And they're getting their fingers all in it. Yeah, but stoners do it in private. They don't share it. That's the problem.
1: And then they get pot madness. You guys ever, you guys ever try smoking weed? You get that pot madness?
2: I smoked weed with Mike Tyson, and I fed his uh, tiger some fucking saltines, and he punched me so he gave me a Charlie horse. He gave me a Charlie horse that bent my leg backwards.
1: He knocked you out with a Charlie horse.
2: He fucking, I blacked out from the pain of getting Charlie (laughs) horse by Mike Tyson because I fed his tiger a saltine. (laughs) Turns out tigers don't eat them. Are you like what? He was just, he, the tiger didn't even eat it. It smelled it, didn't like it. He still punched me.
1: I think that's unfortunate.
0: I got high with Mike Tyson, and we were playing around and we were having a tickle fight. And then it got too far. He put my shirt up and gave me a raspberry on my <laughs> belly, and then gave me an Indian rug burn on my arm.
1: Yeah, when when I smoked weed with Mike Tyson. Uh, That one time he was like, hey, want to see a magic trick? And I was like, honestly, Mike, more than anything in this world. And then he said, got your nose. And he ripped my nose clean (laughs) off my face. And as I was bleeding, I was like, I don't think the trick works that way. And he said, it works how I say it works. And uh, I never got it back. This is actually a crazy bone I've glued on.
2: Oh, my God. Put it back. I mean, I could tell it's like fully purple, like that weird milky purple that those things are. That's yeah, it's an eggy. All right. Your words, not mine. But yeah, Mike Tyson, <laughs> I guess he's like aggressive or something. We should have expected it. I thought weed would chill him out. That's what I thought too. I don't touch the stuff after that. You, know? you never know who's... You know, I, know, I mean, um, it
1: did chill him out. He was worse before he smoked it.
2: That's true. Yeah, it's true. He was fucking horrible before. Yeah. Have you seen him now? On his hoverboard? He, like, he owns a weed company, and he's got a beard, and he's, like, sort of filling out in the middle. It's nice to see him slowing down, but he's going to fight someone. He's going to fight some other fucking septuagenarian sometime soon. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be false teeth all over the place. People don't want to fight
0: mike tyson because he's one of the best fighters in the world right
2: because they're worried they're gonna
0: get murdered they're gonna get murdered and so people won't so this guy can't test his metal anymore like i bet mike tyson fights less than anybody else in the whole world because nobody will fight him yeah
1: yeah we all fight once or twice a day
0: oh yeah i'm fighting all the time we're all fighting you know, you get out into the we, the brawl outside, yeah. the afternoon brawl. Uh, the British have tea time. Yep. We have... Brawlsies. We got brawlsies. We got beast wars. We have beasties, we call it, out in front where everybody gets down on all fours or flaps their hands, their arms. And then we like either maximize or terrorize uh, and jump onto each other for a good four and a half minutes and then we take a breather
2: say goodbye go back in
1: yeah it's when we play the national anthem
2: my daughters will you know try to beat the shit out of me twice a day since we've been locked down they're both wrestlers in college and they're big girls man and they say it's to keep me fit it's for you dad we're doing this for you they say when they put me in a fucking full Nelson and give me a Zerbert doesn't feel like it's for me I'm not laughing they are
1: And you're like, downgrade this a quarter, Nelson, maybe. I'll settle for a a half, Nelson. Come on. We'll meet in the
2: middle. Reduce the severity, girls. Yeah, that's what I say. Uh, But, you know, I am losing weight. We're going to take a quick break. Uh,
0: This podcast is very important. We'll see you in a sec. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program kia movement that inspires
1: kia will donate eight dollars for every new kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between november 11, 2022 and december 31st 2022 with a guaranteed minimum donation of one million dollars to saint Jude children's research hospital see kia.com season of giving back for details
3: podcast
0: very important
2: podcast very important
0: Welcome back, everybody. Podcast very important. Joined by Tito Fazuli, chef, retired, I think criminal. He hasn't explicitly said,
3: but I, I think
2: criminal. I you know, Criminally adjacent, maybe. I think that's just sort of a stereotype because I sound like I'm from the Sopranos. I can't help it. I have a speech impediment. That's not an accent. Where no. are you from? Toronto Really? This is a, a speech impediment Yeah I got hit by a bicycle rickshaw On the Esplanade when I was Fucking nine years old And then I woke up and I had this new accent Now I talk, can't stop talking with my hands But you know it's it's sort of like A blessing and a curse I have my career I, I, I owe my career to this Fucking accent Plus my name is Tito Fazuli Come on <laughs> How good does that look on a marquee? Tonight, live cooking show, Tito Fazzoli. Amazing. He's uh, up on his couch,
0: sort of making the suck it motion.
2: <laughs> yeah, the new generation. <laughs> Babies.
0: It's a, it's a good name, Tito. It's a good name. Thanks.
1: Now, Tito, uh, we actually haven't got into your cooking at all. Is there something important about... Cheffery that the people should know.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wash your ground beef. That's an insider tip. <laughs> Nobody does that.
1: Uh, with soap, soap and water.
2: I use the microdermabrasion soap, the orange one that's had the little beads in it. I uh, fructose, yeah. It's a trick. Nobody like you usually see it in like garages and stuff. You know, it's for getting like heavy oil off. Your fingers and your hands and stuff the stuff with the sand in it that's what i'm talking about yeah i use that stuff a lot of people don't know this you can flavor your beef with soap <laughs> two in one okay I, so why why wash the beef because you ever seen a cow gross on the outside imagine it on the inside they don't wash it okay you gotta do it Right. They don't wash their outsides. They they don't wash their insides. Nobody does. Uh, but also because of, uh, you know, it's good to just sort of form a connection with your food before you eat it. Respect it. Spend as much time with it as you can. That's why I'll spend four or five days peeling one carrot.
1: So you're giving the the meat a little spa day.
2: Yeah, it's like a Kobe thing, but it's you know, it's retroactive mm. 'cause obviously the horse or the cow or wherever you're getting the meat from, it's dead. Doesn't don't matter if you rub milk into it now, it's dead. Right. There's no point in feeding it now. I'll still hum show tunes to the meat while I'm preparing it though. <laughs> it's sort of like how you're supposed to play music for your plants. I'll go into my cold locker and I'll sing like uh stuff from like, you know, uh, I'll do stuff from like little orphan annie or whatever. I used to love
0: uh in your live cooking show Thank you when you would age the beef and you'd uh In real time. You know, in real time and then you come back and you're like, here's one we've aged. We'd aged three weeks ago and you pull uh this big hunk of ground beef wearing a diaper out of the drawer, slap it down on the frying on the fryer, and it's it's just really incredible to me. How much care and love you put into it. It's it's obvious, you know?
1: Uh, you know, you'd say he ain't a baby no more. Take the diaper off, grill him up.
2: Th- throw him in the pan. Yeah, I got that was the golden age of TV when I my, i had a very fruitful partnership with Stan Brackage for several years. The Stan Brackage? Yeah, it was his idea to have sort of like a 24 7 show of uh beef aging. I thought it was fucking <laughs> out there, but we were doing so much blow. He, he had goes. you.
1: He had you film the cow's birth. Yeah, watch it up to maturity. Yeah, kill the cow, age the beef, and, yeah. then, and then you you just you turned it into a chicken fried steak. And I'm I'm going to be honest, you did burn it. And it was a bit of the fact that I watched that show for five years. Sorry, and it didn't turn out.
0: It made a lot of people sick. You say burn, I say char. But it was like our it was like our version of the Truman Show. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was like, I really wanted to see how this cow lived, you know, who its friends were, its wife, because it was a lesbian. And then it got, um, and then it got killed and I got to watch that. That made me sick. Then I watched, uh, you aging the beef. You put a diaper on it. That made me sick. Then you went and you, uh, took the diaper off and the beef had like sort of grown sort of pustules and like maggots, and that made me sick. Jesus. And then you charred the beef so badly that it looked like a burn victim. Yeah, it was still somehow pussy. That made me sick. And yeah. then I tried it, and it made me
2: very sick. I look. I'm sad. I'm sorry to hear this. I'm gonna tell you the truth, dude. I didn't. I didn't watch most of it. It was just too fucking long, man. Stan Brackett, <laughs> She showed me wavelength one time, and I, I. Got up and I hit the TV. I said, "What the fuck's wrong with this thing?" <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Show me it the movie. Long. Yeah, the movie. He uh, turns out that's just what it is. It's just a fucking nothing for two and a half hours or whatever. But uh you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry about the whole beef thing. Uh, um, you know what?
0: It's I. I don't hold it against you, Tito. You know, uh, it was called, you know, um, dry aged beef. Yeah. What else are you gonna call it?
1: yeah and you, you put it on your playlist for 30 minute one pot meals yeah which i thought was maybe a bit uh misleading
2: i think it's a little just a little bit tongue-in-cheek if you get it you get it you know it's it's not supposed to be accessible did i mention i'm also an artist no okay well i mean you may have i got i lost the list i'm allowed to say that anybody else allowed to say that right I'm an artist.
0: Pretty much. I feel like you can say okay, that. If you, if you can be a sandwich artist, you can be an artist. Yeah, I'm coming out. Not that that's bad. I'm just saying if that's considered art.
1: Well, I mean, how some people do it, it is. You ever get a guy... No, and- I,
0: there are sandwich artists. And calling all of them sandwich artists, I think, takes away from that. You know, it's like a participation trophy. They're a real sandwich. Artist. You
1: ever get a, a sub from Subway and it, it seems like the guy behind the counter hates you. And right when he he's wrapping it up, he gives, gives it a Native American sunburn. It's terrible. <laughs> it's a terrible way to eat a sandwich. To see a sandwich from its inception up until it's mangling.
2: I'll be honest. I don't eat that shit. I'm a subway. What do you eat? I'm a fucking sandwich auteur, dude. I make my own bread, kill my own beef, raise my own lettuce. I do it all. What do I eat these days? Wacky Mac. It's kosher and it's better than Kraft Dinner. Uh, is that is that like
1: a novelty macaroni and cheese? No, nah, it's just... Is it fun like, like, like Shrek colors?
2: Nah, it's like wacky shapes and shit. I don't know. I don't know what the shapes are. It could be who could be nefarious symbols. I don't fucking know. It's I don't recognize it. Maybe it's just like Greek or something. I don't speak it, read it at all.
0: Tito, I'm looking through your recipes online here, and I'm just wondering
2: what is wet aged beef? Oh fuck. It's not a good idea. I'll tell you. It that says much. in the
1: notes it says not a brine.
2: Yeah, it's when the whole cold brew fad started exploding. It, you know, I thought, hey, this seems applicable to beef, which is my go-to for any new fad. Uh, so I tried it out. Um, at first, I was, you know, just putting beef anywhere that was wet, frankly. Uh, putting it in the tub. Putting it in those Ziploc bags full of water, full of milk, full of whatever, and I was just letting it sit out. Under your gooch. Uh, yeah, but then I found the thing that worked the best is to put. Uh, you want to put it in your hot tub, it's similar to the Kobe idea. You got to be nice to the beef, and it's really important that you play the right kind of music. Well, you can see it there in the ing- in the recipe. It says take uh, whatever beef you want, put it in your hot tub, turn it up to uh, eighty five. Uh, and then make sure you got the eagles going. Make get the eagles going on on heavy uh, rotation.
1: I I unfortunately when I tried this recipe and it turned out very poorly. I was playing throbbing gristle and oh. some later psychic TV albums for it, and that was some stringy beef.
2: Yeah, no, it's you. not good. I mean, you could have maybe gotten away with just coil, but uh, throbbing gristle is too much. uh now what did your
0: business partner what was his name bracken stan brackage that was short-lived dan brackage Brackage, legendary experimental filmmaker
2: about the wet aged beef Uh, he didn't have anything to say about it he doesn't eat beef he's a vegetarian he tries not to ignore that stuff and i was kind of out of contact with stan when i was doing the experimenting with wet aged beef he had gone on to do other stuff i think he was like filming his wife in the bathtub or something I don't know. You guys are fucking problems, man. None of my business. <laughs> well, I think we can th-
0: hear what he has to say because on the line we do have Dan Brackett. Oh, don't do this uh, gotcha shit with me. Hello, fuck. Dan. Can you hear me? I'm gonna patch you in. I'll always tweet a
3: fazoolie around. Ah,
0: uh,
1: yes, Dan. Uh, happy to hear from you. I, I'm a big fan of your work, particularly when you film nothing and then damage the film as much as possible.
2: Hi, Stan. Tito. It's great to hear you. Great to hear from you.
3: (laughs) How are you? I'm filming my wife in the tub, Tito. (sighs) And I get a call from a little man named Connor Doyle. He says, I got an important thing for you to hear. And I said, What's that? And he said, Tito's got an apology. I.
2: That's very presumptuous. I'm not even sure what I was supposed to be apologizing for. What? (laughs) What did I ever do to you?
3: How about screwing me? How about screwing me so now I got to fill my wife in the
2: tub? Have you ever fucking watched any of your movies, man? Have you ever looked at any
3: of that stuff? It's not me that's screwing you. No, I don't got time. I got to make them. (laughs) I I don't watch them. I make them.
1: Now, Stan, uh, from what I understand, you're from Kansas City, Missouri.
3: That's Uh, right.
1: Did you have a similar uh, (laughs) rickshaw problem
0: as a child?
3: My rickshaw was uh, pulled by a man who refused to stop for me.
2: (laughs) Kansas was the fucking wild west when you were growing up, man. Kansas City, I mean. Wait, is that right?
1: Kansas City, Kansas. No, Kansas City, Missouri.
2: The other one.
3: Yeah, whatever. I don't care, man. I'm here for my apology, and right now I'm listening.
1: And also, wait, but before this, I, ju- I just, I, look, I'm a big fan of Sam Brackage, and I wanted to know, I thought you'd been dead for 18 years,
2: Stan. Holy shit, it's a g-g-g-g-g-ghost, man. Me?
3: I don't know about that. <laughs> Nobody told me I was dead.
2: <laughs> Where are you calling us? Where are you calling us from, Stan?
3: I'm calling you from my cabin.
2: uh at, coyly named Brackage, Stan.
3: I'm in Brackage, Stan, Kansas <laughs> City, Missouri. Oh, it's an autonomous region within the United States. <laughs> And here I sit in complete silence all day while thinking about, oh, sexuality. And I think about, um, maybe being born while uh, in a complete silence. Have you ever thought about that?
2: I don't know, man. That's way over my head, that fucking I, highfalutin artist stuff. I don't get it.
1: I admire you for making your own country, but specifically... <laughs> Making one so that you ethics laws in regards to filming didn't apply to you, I don't know. That was a good idea for you to make these slow motion snuff films just outside yeah. Kansas City, Missouri.
2: That's too dark, man.
3: Hey, don't tell me that's too dark. Hey? Alright? I can't keep filming my wife in the tub.
2: You gotta let her out I sometimes. To this
3: guy. How can I do that? It's the only way I make money. It's on my tub, fil- my, my tub films.
2: I'm th- I think I'm starting to remember that maybe it was Michael Snow who did the, filmed his wife in the tub. <laughs>
1: uh, well, Stan Brackage did, filmed his wife giving birth, so I wouldn't be surprised if there was also a tub one.
2: There's some, there's some crossover there.
1: But I mean, Stan, of course, you know everything about Stan Brackage's work. You are him.
2: Yeah.
3: Yes, and I have always been aware that I am a real person and was not made up.
1: Yeah, you're the only one, or, uh, in the, <laughs> rather, you're not the only one in this conversation who is just fully not aware of who Stan Brackage is. No.
3: <laughs> and I also think that I talk like this. He's also,
2: mm-hmm. he's thick. Well, you talked like that when I knew you, that was for sure. That's how I first was like, who the
3: fuck is that? this guy? I gotta
2: talk okay, to this guy. Okay, Tito,
3: you're gonna fucking kiss my asshole or what? You're gonna tell me that you love me? You're gonna say you're sorry? Or am I, am I gonna hang up this upset and throw my camcorder in the tub?
2: I'm sorry for... I'm sorry... I'm sorry you feel like I got fucking something to apologize for. And... I love you better when uh, you're pretending to be dead. How's that, Stan?
3: Okay, thank you. That's all I wanted. Thank you. Okay, we'll talk to you later. Bye, Tito. Bye,
1: Stan.
2: Wow.
0: I
3: think
1: that apology should get a Criterion release.
0: That was beautiful, wasn't it?
1: Connor, you were kind of silent during that. Was I? Are Are you just not familiar with his work or are you starstruck?
0: I know everything that Stan Brakhage
2: has done, and I love his stuff. You're a Maybe big Dog Starman fan. I see. Maybe yeah. he was actually somewhere else calling other people from my past to fucking prank me with more gotcha questions. I liked uh, when he was at the
0: University of Colorado in Boulder.
1: Yeah, and you love when he was considered to be one of the most important... Uh, figures in 20th century experimental film. I've heard you say that a lot.
2: I say that most nights. (laughs) Tell you what, as far as I'm concerned, he's just someone who bums your cigarettes and does weird shit with your studio lights.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that seems strange. It seemed really weird. What was going on there? Yeah. Uh, All right. well we're gonna take a, uh, a little journey into the very important vault. We're gonna check in with our good friend Cheryl Crook, see what she has to say. Uh, up next on podcast very important it's a season of giving back that's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program
1: Kia, movement that inspires Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11, 2022 and December 31st, 2022 with a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details.
3: Podcast, Podcast very important.
2: Let's go to the next caller. Let's get a woman in here, some variety for Thanksgiving. season. Hi,
4: this is Selma here. I I am hungry. I got a few options, but I just need your sugar on this recipe here because I am hungry. My name's Selma, that's Ma.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> you had me food for a moment there, Miss what was your last name? Yak. <laughs> yeah, I said
3: Selma, Selma Yak. Oh.
4: Do you get? Do people tell you a lot that on the phone they confuse you for Selma Hayek? I uh, know I don't kayak where I live. There's no rivers. Mm. No water, neither. We are in a drought here.
2: Where are you calling from, Selma Kayak?
4: Yeah, I'm calling from uh, the beautiful forests of Seattle. Hmm.
2: The rainforest. I hear <laughs> rains never all the time in Seattle. Uh,
4: it's weird. It's that. It's that global climate warning or whatever they call it. It's, a, it's just a desert here now. That global climate warning.
2: The ones you get the, the one, amber alerts on the phone. I know what you're doing. Oh, you about. know,
4: I be, I'm getting that amber alert. I say, Amber, why are you calling me? I'm in the same room as you. And she says, Ma, it's not me. And I say, <laughs> Yuck. <sighs> Yuck! Yuck! You just, uh, <laughs> that's a that's that a bona fide yuck.
2: <laughs> uh, how many daughters you got, Selma? Uh, I
4: just got the I just got the the Amber, and then she's dating some girl, and I say she's not gonna be a daughter of mine. But you know, the heart wants what it wants, and I'm hungry. All right.
2: Okay. Let's let's go take a walk to the kitchen and let's see what we got going on in the fridge, huh? Oh, I like
4: the way my hips sway. Okay, let's do it. Are you you're looking
2: down at your own hips while you're walking in the fridge?
4: Oh, you don't have to look if you feel. I have a no-touch policy myself. I don't touch.
2: Hey, so hey, that's pretty cool. I can respect that. So, when you're done waddling over to the feet, let's see what's going there.
4: Okay, you ready?
2: I'm ready. I don't want
4: you to forget my list.
2: I'm champion of the bins. Oh, you
4: you could be the champion of my bin. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, don't touch it. I got okay. What do I got here? I got I got lots of fish, lots of rice, and I got a crushed-up bag at the bottom of my. Pantry of some Lenten chick noodle soup, but uh, it's basically just powder at this point.
2: Okay, Keep, are you doing?
4: And and uh, 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 to cook with, I mean, I'm I'm pretty shy on cooking. My microwaves out, so we can't melt this here Velveeta. But. Uh, oh, g-
2: Hey, that's a housewife's best friend is what I call it.
4: So, uh, I guess I could just heat up this hair dryer here.
2: Oh. Hey, we got a real MacGyver here. We got a resourceful uh, old, a lady I love here. that
4: MacGyver. If I had lived my life differently, I would have married a smarter man.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right, you're telling me. Who do you marry to? Oh,
4: I'm married to Carl. And uh, Carl's... Uh, Adam- Did you...
2: Sorry. Sorry. I just was, I was confused. I wasn't sure if you said Kyle or Carl. Kyle? But you followed it up by saying Carl again. Yeah, sorry
4: about that. Am I feeling, are you feeling what I'm feeling here? We got some steam heat between us.
2: Yeah, my butt is getting wet. Your
4: bed or your butt, honey?
2: My butt. <laughs> I, never <laughs> mind, I can work with either. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right. Uh, it might be, it might be a, mid, a middle-aged hormonal thing. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know, it's my first, first time being 56. It's, a,
4: it's <laughs> an Android pause. Do you think it's the 5G? Do I think what?
2: Do you think it's the 5G that's making my butt wet? Oh,
4: honey, no. I'm on 3G here. We can't get a faster network.
2: I understand. You're calling from beautiful, where was it again? The Forest of Seattle. That's right. Okay, so you got fish. I got I'm just going to get us back on track here. Like rice. a wonderful orator and host that I am. Oh. Uh, you got lots of fish. You got lots of rice. You got a hair dryer. You got some and chicken noodle soup powder, pretty much, is what you said. Yeah. And you got, of course, some Velveeta. Listen, what I'm asking is, you got any flour? Uh,
4: well, let me just check in here. Ever! Get out the way!
2: Who's that? Oh, Amber. Sorry, Uh, your daughter. Well, that's
4: actually Amber's girlfriend, Amber. Amber, get out of the way.
2: Gee, I hope that doesn't get too confusing.
4: Well, one I call fat Amber and the other I call whore Amber. When there's only one of them in the house, you just say Amber because there's no need to be offensive.
2: That's very diplomatic of you.
4: Oh, thank you. I always knew you would be sweet to talk to. I've been waiting to call, but I, I'm glad I did.
2: Hey, no need to be shy. And this goes for all the fans. If you feel like talking to me now more than ever, call in. Because I feel like uh, if, I, if I'm if i not constantly talking to someone, who knows? I might shuffle from this mortal coil intentionally. Who knows? Um. So what's the flower status, oh, sweetie? Yeah, I, Update me.
4: I got some of this here buckwheat flour.
2: Ooh, buckwheat flour. I don't know what that is, but it sounds nice. Sounds like it's from Whole Foods. So here's what we're going to do. You got a bathtub?
4: Oh, yeah, I do. It's full of
2: water. Fill your bathtub half full water. Water. But there's a trick you want to do is to use the. Uh, just got a shower attachment in your bath, too. It's a bath shower combo. Oh,
4: you know this shower head goes where it needs to go. Chef <laughs> Crook, you bad boy.
2: Are you talking about your pussy? (laughs) Whoa. uh. Oh, sorry. Uh, Okay. You want to feel your bathtub half full with your uh, shower? Uh, Using your shower head.
4: Is it a problem if I'm already sitting in the bathtub?
2: Well, it's only a problem if if you think it's a problem uh, scoring a goal before the referee calls the whistle to say the game even started because that's the next step. Good Uh work. Nasty. Send that tub, turn water on. Are your ingredients in arm's reach? Oh, yeah. Excellent. Perfect. Dump everything in the tub with you. All of it. The rice.
4: Squidgy.
2: The rice. The fish. Mm. No, hmm
4: Doesn't that feel good? Feels nice.
2: I'm here to teach you a lesson today. Go ahead. Aiden... It's, you don't need to eat with your mouth. Sometimes you think you think that a vit- you only take only get vitamin D from eating a green pepper or red pepper. No, you go go out in the sun, go golf and play a couple nine holes, and then you got a whole bunch of vitamin D. This is another way to eat. get your vitamins. Take a big bath with all your food. It's healthier. You'll see weight loss so fast.
4: Oh, my God. Are you telling me I'm not going to eat this here food? What kind of a chef is it? Call in, I'll make food for you, and then he makes me sit in it.
2: Well, I mean, backup plan, you've just made yourself a tasty soup. It's called a... What was your name again?
4: (laughs) Selma Yuck.
2: All right. It's called a Selma Yuck Soup. (laughs)
4: Oh, we'll just call it Yuck Yuck Soup for short Of my
2: house. Uh, sounds good to me. Thanks for calling in, Selma Yuck. I hope Mama you...
4: Selma, I need the shower for homework. Get out of here, whore Amber!
2: Was whore Amber your daughter, or was that fat Amber?
0: <laughs> She's fat Amber!
4: I'm whore Amber! <laughs> wow. Well, you get out of here, you're a- th- Why does the bathroom smell like fish? You're not getting none of this soup.
2: What a horrible ha- gummo-style household you must live in. Mom,
1: I need to get my homework wet or I'll get in trouble for the dry numbers on the pages. Do you want to
4: eat? You make your own tub of soup.
2: Y'all live y'all live in a Harmony Korean movie. What a fucking nightmare. <laughs> You're
4: judging me for my fish soup when you two walk around here like a fish market.
2: Oh, Jesus. me, yuck. You shouldn't speak to your children like that, especially not nude in the tub full of a bunch of food and water.
4: Get my paddle, girls. I can't get out.
2: Oh, all right. Jeffrey, disconnect me from this phone call.
0: Um, That's it. Uh, That's the last of the callers.
2: <sighs> Did you hear that? That was a huge sigh of relief. Cheryl, we got some bad news. Lay it on with me. I love bad news these days. Honestly, give me some more.
0: Look, you know, me and the rest of the crew, we all love the show, but the uh, the guys upstairs, they're not going for it. the
2: fuck you mean, Jeffrey?
0: Well, I mean, you took three callers, and the last one you didn't even make her a meal. You just made her get in a bathtub full of rice and fish, made a sort of human soup.
2: Come here, you little piss boy. I'm not
0: going to... Uh, no, no.
2: No Hey Cheryl don't What the fuck's it matter Cheryl don't Uh, What what I'm doing is entertainment And if you weren't entertained by that last three uh, By that last 25 minutes and 41 seconds Then you can fuck yourself Jeffrey And so can the guys upstairs I'm gonna take my shit pirate I'm gonna make a zeppelin And I'm gonna broadcast from the zeppelin
0: Ow Cheryl stop Ow Cheryl, you cannot... You don't
2: know how powerful... God, hell hath no theory like a woman scorned, and I'm pretty sure you corned me.
0: me. You can't spank me. I'm a man.
2: Watch me do it, boy. I'm a
3: man.
0: Podcast very important. Podcast very important. Hey, welcome back from the vault. You're listening to podcasts very important, the only podcast you should be listening to. Shane Cooley and I are joined here by Tito Fizzuli, very interesting man. Uh, we got to speak to his old partner, Stan Brackage, uh which was very interesting. Business very partner. Cool, apparently Business he's partner. dead, so we're not sure. Business partner, okay.
2: We were romantically okay. involved, but we're not allowed to say that.
0: Well, I think you did. Wink, wink. All right, we're counting down the top 10 most important things that you need to know this week. We have, uh, if you're going to, uh, how to beat the cops, you got to gaslight them. Make them think they did it. They're the ones with the guns. Uh, Number nine, fourth degree murder is when you stand too close in the splash zone. So bring a poncho, then it's not fourth degree murder. Uh, Chick Corea is actually a Chia Pet. Don't smoke weed with Mike Tyson. There are many reasons why you should not do this. Uh, make sure you play beasties outside so you can fight once a day. If you don't fight, you're going to be a pussy. And don't forget to watch uh, Tito's aged beef show. And remember that when you're doing wet aged beef, you want to add the eagles uh, on top of that. They You want to hear that while they're in the uh, hot tub.
2: I just want to say that I don't recommend that. Do not do the wet aged beef. It's bad for the beef. It's bad what? for the hot tub. It's bad for your your relationships. Do not be floating oh, okay. big pieces of beef in your hot tub. I
1: can't afford another hot tub. Right? <laughs> oh, good. Okay. I'm glad he All was right.
2: at least thinking of not using the same one he sits in. Crazy the well, stuff I did in the '90s.
1: Right now, I yeah. like for my hot tub. I got to sell for my regular tub, hot water on full blast, and I put a curling iron in there.
2: Holy
0: shit. <laughs> you don't do that while you're in there, do you, Shane?
1: No. That would be silly.
2: Not if you're looking to fucking ride the lightning, man. Wow. When
0: Shane and I used to live together, I had to remove all the plugs in the bathroom. He was constantly bringing things in and charging them up in there.
1: Waffle iron.
0: Waffle iron, and then there was no space. It was a small place, so Shane threw it in the tub.
1: Hand blender just to get the... It seemed like the jets are going.
0: The fucking electric mower was found in the tub when I was trying to get ready for work.
1: Okay, that was a bad idea, but then when I figured out the problem was the blades and I switched to the weed whacker, that worked a lot
0: better. It fit in the tub better. I don't know what you were doing with it. I don't know how it...
1: So I get the feeling of the jets from the jacuzzi.
0: okay 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 uh so number four let's talk about it guys we've been talking a little bit about ghosts i think it's time we say uh how are you gonna haunt when you are a ghost i don't think much of your brain carries over you got sort of a single mind so you want to make the most of your haunt by planning it ahead before so who are you gonna haunt shane how are you gonna haunt
1: uh well uh, you know i've been seeing a lot of movies i think uh Mm. the film ghost is a fun way to haunt maybe i'll uh maybe i'll haunt some different night school courses get good at pottery Uh, Mm. i think uh what's that movie Uh, interstellar is a fun way to haunt uh where i just mess with people's bookshelves they're like "Ooh, what do i read and i just keep and I just keep pushing uh, books that they've already read down and they're like, <laughs> okay, I'll read Dude again. You know,
0: that's good. I like that
2: one. That's, that's very good.
1: Or maybe Slimer from Ghostbusters. I'll just eat a lot of hot dogs and shit.
2: That's, good, that's, that's the number one hot dog eating ghost. That thing puts them away. I don't even know if it eats a hot dog in the movie, but if I find it so easy to picture that thing just sucking back hot dogs. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, it crushes yeah.
1: dogs, yeah. Puts the Japanese to
0: shame.
2: If I could put a leash on that thing and walk it around, I would. I love it.
0: Yeah, it's something, gr- it's, it's some, something gross, you know? I don't know. It's, a part of me wants to do sort of a Casper the Ghost thing, you know, come back very friendly. Yeah, I want to be a little baby child. I'm like, hello. What, do you want to play and freak people out in that respect?
2: Um, that would scare the freaking another, hell out of me. Let me tell you, I hate kids. What? I'm scared of kids as it is a kid ghost. Two times the scare too much. Right. Right. Cause what if you hurt this one?
0: You know, I'm always afraid with kids. I'm like, I'm going to drop it.
2: This is true. One of my best friends, uh, when I was in college, he was ha- sort of afraid of holding babies, but not because he was worried he would drop them. It's just he could too easily imagine himself just losing control of himself, having a psychotic break and just biting the baby's head. Even though he knows he would never do it, just because he imagined it, it freaked him out so much that he felt uncomfortable holding babies thereafter.
1: This is a friend of yours.
2: Yeah, it's a friend of mine. Well, I, I he's not really a friend anymore. He certainly doesn't babysit anymore. <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> anyway. All right. So how, were, how would you haunt then? Me? Tito? Um, yeah. I don't know, man. It seems like a lonely business, the whole haunting thing. Nobody wants to hang out with you if you're always scaring them. So I guess I would like want to haunt like, uh, like a theme park haunted house or something. Like, where there are people pretending to be ghosts? So I guess I'd, like, go to a haunted house and, like, kill myself, I guess, so I can haunt it or whatever. Plus, nobody, you know, people leave you alone if you kill yourself in a haunted house. You just look like you're part of the scenery, you know? So.
0: Yeah. I was thinking about doing, like, sort of a time forgery, you know? Like, just if I got a feeling that I'm I'm going to go... I'll dress up in like a 17th century sort of foppy dandy look with a big wig so that when I get killed, I'll come back and people think I'm a 17th century ghost. Instead of a punk ass right?
1: 21st century ghost.
0: Right. That's like, really smart. Maybe you, you put things in weird, like what if I wore like a costume of an alien, then I die, then I come back and I'm like, hey, I'm an alien. I can walk through walls. I did the pyramid. I did the skulls, I did the crystal skulls, I did the sun, I did the, I made the earth flat, I told Columbus about America.
2: It's a win-win situation, I think, because if you do it and you convince everyone you're an alien, boom, everyone goes, holy crap, there's aliens, that's amazing, that's incredible. Or if they find out the truth that you're a ghost, it's like, boom, look, it's a fucking ghost. Now we know aliens are ghosts, it's even crazier. (laughs) Uh, and this guy's going to be my be best other friend areas. now. Yeah, of course. Let's
1: treat him well like he wasn't in this his regular little,
2: life. This little boy ghost is actually an alien. Nothing I know is real. Boom. Capitalism topples. Tito Fazuli reigns as a commune leader. Somewhere. Maybe, maybe Jesus, maybe dressing
0: up as Jesus would be the best bang for your buck. Because you come back as Jesus.
2: Now, historical Jesus or like poster Jesus?
0: Poster, you want to get yeah, the people Jesus from the to movie that you're Jesus or from the book. Like Jesus from like I'm talking about like white boy Jesus. Oh. Okay? Because you gotta get those people. Those are the those, those people in the Bible belt are the ones that are gonna really do stuff for you.
1: Oh, because most Middle Eastern people are over Jesus by this point. They got other cooler guys.
0: They're done with it. They literally moved on. Yeah. They literally, they're like, great, Jesus is fine. There's another one.
2: Fad over.
0: Yeah, we got it. Yeah. Okay, so then we got interstellar. Slimer is an option if you're going to haunt. You can also dress up uh, like an alien and die, and that way you can convince people you did the pyramids. And uh, you can also go to a haunted house because people will want to be with you if you're there. Very cool, very cool. Do we need another that little boy?
1: Important thing. Oh, you gotta. Uh,
0: that little boy. He's what? I can hear him. He's
2: what? Little boy.
0: There's a little boy that lives next door. The one Tito? who shit in your litter box. And he's
2: just a menace.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one who shit in my litter box. What's he doing? So, well, I've the past few days I've been hearing this like scritch 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 scritch.
1: Take this with a grain of salt, Tito. What
0: are you talking about? Sorry going scritch scritch, scritch, scritch at the back of my uh on the back like behind my my bed, like on the wall, and I'm like, what is this? what is going on here, right Then the next day I hear like a scritch scritch scritch, scritch, scritch I'm freaked out, so I go out into the woods uh behind my cabin,
2: what, and what why is that your next step if something's making a scritch-scritch noise behind your head when you're in bed? I gotta see what it is, Tito.
1: He refuses to believe that there's a problem with him hiding his cheese stores in his walls. I think there's a bunch of mice in there, yeah.
2: He sounds like you got rats or squirrels or something. I know. Look,
1: you're, you're preaching to the choir over here, Tito.
2: My cheese is safe.
1: Yeah, like, a wall safe is a thing. It's not that all walls are safe.
0: So... We uh I went outside and I'm looking around the house with this. I got my gun and uh... Huh? Did you say Nothing. gum? Yeah, I got my gum. Okay. And my 12 gauge oh, and this me. little uh I noticed something out of the corner of my eye and it's this like little like <clears throat> like monkey like thing with like glowing eyes and it like jumps and I take a shot and a uh, bit of its tail comes off. Uh, I didn't see it, so I grab its tail and I go back inside. And of course, it's a long winter, and I'm starving. Me and my dogs are not having much to eat, so I put the tail in um in the cauldron on the on the, over the fire, and uh, I boil it up and I make a little stew out of it. Uh, and then I hear scritch 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 at the wall, and I'm going, "What the hell is this? What's, what the fuck is going on and again?" I go back out. No, well, it's not done. Don't see anything. Come back in. I eat my stew, get ready for bed, jack off. Then I start sleeping and I hear scritch, scritch, scritch at the door. Open the door. Nothing there. Get back in bed. I'm getting freaked out by this point. Mind you guys, I'm getting a little scared. I'm scared. Scritch, scritch, scritch. More scritch, scritch, scritch. Then I hear it inside my cabin. The dogs are freaking out. They're like, oh, you know, what's going on? The moon is full. And the winds are howling. The tree branches are on my on my window, like scraping it. It looks like a hand. I'm so scared. And I hear this voice say, I want my taily po," Because then I see two eyes looking over the top of my freaking bed. The bottom of the, the footboard of my bed. My old four poster bed peeks through the. Velvet curtains, and uh, I see these glowing eyes and the face they belong to, and it's the little boy from next door, and I can't fucking believe it. And I wake up in the morning, it's a big duty on my front step.
2: Okay, you're saying that the boy, your next door neighbor boy, is the folklore creature, the taily poe, and that. It's taking shits on your porch and stuff?
0: All I know is there's a little boy next door who
2: keeps taking shit. There's the scritch again, man. I'm telling you. Why don't you fucking finish the job if you shot its tail off? Shoot this kid and then call the cops and gaslight them. What's this show for if we're not going to learn? You know what's
0: really interesting, Tito? You're not the first person to tell me that, that I need to shoot this kid. No way. And... I'm starting to think I I should,
2: you know. It just seems like the logical thing to do in this universe that we, as people and characters, inhabit. Okay, well, maybe I'm gonna go kill
0: that that kid then. Maybe I'm gonna go do it. You're gonna go kill me? Wait, no. How did you get in? No. Oh. <laughs> well, well, well. Look who it is. Holy shit. It's me, and I'm back. You were telling him to kill me, were
1: you? Look, like, little boy, it's fun to have you on the show. My only problem is that you derail it. So if you have what are you something... About? If you stick to the format, little boy, then we can get along. Do you have anything important we need to talk about?
2: Yes, I do. Oh, what the fuck? You're just gonna
0: accept this?
1: Yeah, the little boy's real. Our, holy sh- his eyes aren't glowing.
0: My very important thing is bosses. The pedals are way too far. The pedals are so far down and the wheel's so huge. How I'm holding onto the top of the wheel and then like falling to either side.
2: How is a kid supposed to drive this thing? Little boy, there will come a time when you can drive a bus. It's not now. You should be doing little boy things like climbing trees and blowing on dandelions and getting your knees grass-stained, okay?
0: I've literally never done any of those things.
2: Fucking millennials, man. Let me tell you. These kids are crazy. It's Neopets. Yeah, they're all buying their
1: pre-grass-stained jeans from Hot Topic.
2: Crazy stuff, man. You? Can-
1: they think dandelions a post-punk band or something. It
2: Probably is, man. It's- these All these kids eat is chicken nuggets and fucking Soylent. It. It's crazy out here. Like they're astronauts or something.
0: Okay, I'm going to go uh, clog all the toilets. Uh, I'll see you later.
2: All right, bye, little what boy. A little bastard. Connor, are you okay? Uh, uh, yeah, Connor, you were quiet just, there for a sorry, bit. Sorry,
0: guys, I think I fell asleep there. I just got this big pain in the back of my head. Yeah, I well, fell asleep.
2: Yeah he hit you really hard with, I don't even know what that was some kind of weapon, some kind of ersatz weapon I don't want to talk about him anymore i tell you the truth
1: <laughs> Yeah, Condren, you missed uh, his, he, he gave us an important thing, he said bus is too big
2: Yeah, he said bus is a Oh yeah, I can not, see nothing.
0: that on my list here, it says bus pedals are too far down and it's uh, written in crayon and then it's uh, got an exclamation mark of shit
2: yeah you're gonna want to check all the toilets in your house probably i'm gonna have to check them again great
0: all right well we're gonna need uh a very important thing that's number two you just said it buddy good one okay number two is number two number two uh the number one most important thing you gotta know this week ladies and gentlemen uh every time this is it <laughs> top 10 number 1 thing is you got to eat Burger King onion rings when you're watching Pocahontas it's a rule my brother and I came up with uh when we were and it holds uh, true like 7 and well here's the thing is I messed up and I ate onion rings and I didn't watch Pocahontas last night uh and he found out and it was a huge thing. And I want to say, Derek, I was in the wrong. I should have watched Pocahontas. I should have painted with the wind, as you say.
1: It goes in both directions. If you're mm-hmm. eating onion rings, you have to be watching Pocahontas. If you're watching Pocahontas, you have to be eating onion rings?
0: Burger King onion rings, yes.
2: Okay. Uh, this is like, this is hitting me like a freight train. And maybe this is what's been wrong, man. This spiritual quest has come to an end. I've been eating I've been eating Burger King onion rings every fucking day since they came out with them in the early 80s. I haven't I haven't watched Pocahontas once. I've been watching Mulan having terrible luck. Well, there's your problem. Once one time I watched Quest for Camelot and I immediately rolled my ankle as soon as I got up to go make myself some popcorn.
0: Mulan's a is a Milan is a chicken
2: nugget film.
1: Yeah, you're watching Quest for Camelot, and you you had and w on in rings, right?
2: Back when they used to be salty. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: I think they're still very, very salty.
2: Not by an I I don't know about that. They used to be way salty. Do you wanted them to be? You wanted them to be more salty than what they are? I'm a huge salt advocate. I used to you didn't watch my TV show, which was conspiracy theory slash cooking show called With the Dash of Salt or With the Great Assault? Ray my my radio cooking show, you never tuned in.
0: I found that the commentary, the live commentary over top was really distracting. You were talking and then over top was layered that British commentator saying, <laughs> And now he's throwing the parsley yeah. into the bowl. The uh, milk is hitting the pan, it's bubbling nicely, yes. Yeah.
1: Look, we all listen to your your conspiracy radio show, Course to Course about a very coarse salt that you'd pour onto everything while complaining yeah. about, honestly, a lot of minorities and uh, different
2: world oh. governments.
0: The kosher no-sir segment was just too
2: much. I really, I, that you know, that was a fucking typo. That's my bad. It was supposed to be course to course, like first course, second course, third course, but I wrote mm. it wrong, and then people just, I guess, assumed it was about salt. That's relieving. I thought people just thought I was a dumbass. But yeah, when David Icke came on, it really screwed everything up.
1: Yeah, uh, he blamed most of the world's problems on the Northern Irish.
0: He
2: wasn't uh, wrong uh, about you know. that.
0: He wasn't right. Uh, so, thank you for joining us this week, everyone. Everyone, our top ten, number one, most important things that you need to know are number ten: if you if you getting bothered by the cops, gaslight them. Tell them they did it. They're the ones with the guns. Uh, number nine: wear a poncho. That way, you will avoid fourth degree murder if you're in the splash zone. Number eight: Chikoria is a chia pet. Uh, Self-explanatory. Uh, number seven, don't smoke weed with Mike Tyson because he will give you a uh, rug burn. He will give you raspberries. He will rip your nose off. Uh, don't forget to watch Tito's aged beef show uh, and his course-to-course co- salt talk show. And do not make wet aged beef.
2: Uh-uh, it, at all costs. It will ruin,
0: it'll ruin the hot tub, it'll ruin the beef, and it'll ruin the eagles for you. Number four, how how you want to haunt. There's a few different ways you can do it. You can do interstellar style by pushing books off shelves. Uh, you can do slime or eat hot dogs. That seems like the most fun one. Uh, you can also dress up like an alien and die and then tell people you did the pyramids and the crystal skull in space. And you can also just do a haunted house because then people want to see you and they want to be with you uh number three uh i i don't remember this one but bus pedals are too far down yeah don't know what that's about number two is number two that was kind of a phone it in uh well no but, it was a poo uh, joke I'm, I'm tired no i, know. It I a, know you need
2: to clean your toilet like no poo- i
0: know i understand i know i get it's poo i know it's, i know it's poo guys
2: i know it's poo Number one is pee. Number two is poo. But not number one no. on this list is something number else.
0: Number one is you need to have Burger King onion rings with Pocahontas and vice versa. Like, regardless. You watch Pocahontas, have the onion rings. You have the, do the If you're going to watch Mulan, have chicken nuggets or whatever the hell else you want. I don't care. But just you're going to piss off my brother and I. Thank you, uh, Tito Fazuli, chef and retiree for joining us. Namaste. Thank you, Shane Cooley, my friend, my co-host. It's my pleasure and uh i'm connor doyle thank you for joining us for podcast very important the only podcast you should be listening to podcast very very
3: podcast, podcast, very podcast, podcast. very Podcast, very important Available at your nearest retailer.